Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have other things that you could be doing, as always, so thank you. Hopefully it helps uh, pass the time, whether you're doing laundry or washing dishes or changing diapers, driving up and down the road, you're getting ready for work in the mornings or sitting in the evenings. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, uh, for those of y'all that leave, leave the encouraging comments online, thank you so much. I'm very, very grateful, humble, and I will, I will try and use your time wisely. <laughs> the pup has found a rope tied to one of the swings and is desperately fighting with it, but not not winning, I don't think. The three-legged wolf, the old man, is up on the porch. The mosquitoes are out in force. That's about it. Little side note, folks, I won't belabor the point, but uh, I hadn't talked about it in a while. If you have a little bit of space, uh, even if it's not much, I would highly recommend getting a little, some plants going, plant a fruit tree if you have the space, maybe a few chickens, whatever you can do, whatever you can handle wherever you are, even if it's just some plants on a windowsill, I would, I would recommend it. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast and the people that listen to it and share it, be with them and their families. Bless them. Protect them. Give them wisdom and courage and a strong faith. Help us to help those that have less than we do. Help us to help our country turn back to you. Be with our leaders, president, vice president, admirals, senators, generals, representatives. Be with our military and our law enforcement, firefighters, particularly those that are down on the border. Lord, forgive us our sins, each of us individually and As a nation, Lord, forgive us our support of immorality as evil. Forgive us our lack of gratitude. Guide my words, Father. 
Help us all to seek you and your kingdom and your righteousness first, to love you with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, to love our neighbors as ourselves. And watch over those people here in America and around the world that are hurting, Lord. Be with them, comfort them. In your son's name we pray, amen. All right, so we are going to talk a little bit uh, uh, get back to the core of this podcast, uh, which we always, every episode kind of touches on this, but that is our founding as a Christian nation. Uh, we get a lot of pushback today in culture, and these are the tools, put them in your toolbox, as we used to say in the Marine Corps, that you can use so that even if you're not that type A personality, you know the truth. And when you hear people saying something other than the truth, you know enough to push back against it, at least in your heart. So we had to change places in between. I apologize, but we'll get going. So we're going to read a couple of Bible verses to start. Is Deuteronomy 11, 18 through 21. You shall therefore impress these words of mine on your heart and on your soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall teach them to your sons, talking of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk along the road, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, so that your days and the days of your sons may be multiplied on the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, as long as the heavens remain above the earth. The other is from Joshua 1.8. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. So on this podcast, we talk about the fact that we were born a Christian nation, right? And mm -hmm. as such, it only makes sense if you start a company or organization, anything, whatever the foundation of that organization is, if it's a good, wholesome organization, if it's attempting to be, right? Because no, no one's going to be perfect. You have to teach your workers, your employees, whoever's coming on next, or your children in the case of a nation or a family, you have to teach them those founding principles, right? And both of these Bible verses talk about how important it is to focus on God's word. And, and in particular, the, the first one out of Deuteronomy, right, talks about teaching our children this. And this is the reason why publicly funded education in America, if you're going to take money from taxpayers to fund education, that education has to strengthen the nation, the republic. And if it doesn't, then the government has no right to take any money from the taxpayers to fund that education. And that's the problem with public education today is we've kicked God and the Bible out of the center of education. And all the other ills that we see today in public education, and they are many, 
stem from that. And so if we're going to take money from citizens, we have to put God back in the center of public education. And barring that, those of y'all out there that are kind of rolling your eyes and going, well, that's not realistic. A, that that mindset, I think, is really what got our founders into trouble for not dealing with slavery at the time of the revolution. Who's to say that if they would have dealt with it then, that they couldn't have still preserved the Union and avoided the Civil War? And there's a lot of people out there that will say, no, that's, that's not realistic. That's impossible. But you don't know because we didn't try it. And so who's to say that if we, as governments, especially at the state level, went ahead and said, hey, we're going to go ahead and put God and the Bible back in the center of our public education, that it wouldn't turn public education around. But if we're not going to do that, uh, the school choice bills, that's why they're being passed, because we're not doing what's right in public education. And so you see them pass over and over and over again in different states. You're seeing more and more this year. And that's why, folks, because we've messed up public education so much in America. But really, that's not even that that's not where we should go if we're not going as a government. To do what we should do, what we ought to do, which is provide public education to the masses that's God and biblic centric then we've got to give those taxpayers the ability to fund the schools that they so choose. Because the government is not doing the right thing. So we've got to give it back to the people on an individual basis. And not just those people that have children. Any taxpayer ought to have the ability to send their money, their tax money, to whatever institution of public education they choose. And that includes not only K through 12, but college and university. So that those moral people out there, those people that follow the principles of Christ, whether they follow Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior or not, but those people that follow the principles of Christ can send their money, be good stewards and send their money to institutions that support and strengthen and teach like these two Bible verses have talked about the principles of God and Jesus Christ. And so what we're going to do, in addition to those two Bible verses today, we're going to read a few quotes that really show this, this opinion of our founding fathers. So John Adams, who was a signer of the Declaration, helped craft the Declaration, right, along with Thomas Jefferson also helped craft, along with Ben Franklin, the original recommendation for a seal for the United States. They didn't use it, but that was the original recommendation. Uh, he was a political figure, helped to get France on board, among others. Uh, he was our second president. Uh, just a number of vital roles in our country. Suppose a nation in some distant region should take the Bible for their only law book, and every member should regulate his conduct by the precepts there exhibited. What a utopia, what a paradise would this region be? Can't help but throw in George Washington, 
it's impossible to rightly govern the world without God and the Bible. I mean, that pretty much sums it up right there, folks. Benjamin Rush, also a signer of the Declaration, one of our great founders, one of the founders that pushed uh, in Pennsylvania, I believe, particularly, but just in general, for public education. And we've talked about him a number of times, talking about how the Bible needed to be central to that public education. Christianity is the only true and perfect religion. And in proportion as mankind adopt its principles and obey its precepts, they will be wise and happy. And this really sums up our country today, folks. The closer we get to God and the Bible, the wiser and happier we will be as a nation. And you see that. It, it's blatantly obvious unless you just choose to have blinders on or you're being malevolent and you're lying. You can look around and see the state of our country and see how destructive going against those principles has been. For example, marriage, perfect example. The divorce rate through the roof. Sex outside of marriage through the roof. All kinds of sexual deviancy through the roof. And what's happening to our families? What's happening to men and women individually? They're being torn down. They're, they become hopeless. They become depressed, right? The same thing is true of the kids in these broken homes. Breaking up a family is not some insignificant, uneffectual event that we've tried to make it out to be today. You can't just go, it's not like Velcro on a shoe. You can't just rip apart people and glue them back together with different people. Every time we rip apart these marriages, we lose a little bit of that ability to stick together. So all these things, uh, it's just one example, right? But uh, it's such a great quote. The closer we get to Christianity and Jesus Christ, the wiser and happier we will be. You know, and that parrots the Patrick Henry quote. Let me see if I can find it real quick, and we'll end with that one. So this is that Patrick Henry quote. This brought on the war which finally separated the two countries and gave independence to ours. Whether this will prove a blessing or a curse will depend upon the use our people make of the blessings which a gracious God hath bestowed on us. If they are wise, they will be great and happy. If they are of a contrary character, they will be miserable. Righteousness alone can exalt them as a nation. Reader, whoever thou art, remember this, and in thy sphere practice virtue thyself, and encourage it in others. He wrote this on the back of the Stamp Act Resolves, May 1765. If we're going to fix education and our country, we're going to have to turn back to the faith that you see here portrayed and our founding fathers and mothers. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. God bless your marriages. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.